research that resonates. Schweitzer has not been wrong on any of his years and years of reporting on the Bidens. Investigations that matter. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. But that's, you know, I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. The only entities, the only people that would report on this, and Peter Schweitzer, who deserves a Medal of Freedom, in my view. This is the drill down with Peter Schweitzer? This is Peter Schweitzer, and welcome to the drill down, where we expose cronyism and corruption in Washington, D.C. I'm joined by my co host today, Eric Eggers, and we will have a very special guest to talk about a very interesting subject, and that is possibly a new form of corruption. It's often said that art is in the eye of the beholder, but should corruption be? Hunter Biden's been much in the news over the last couple of years uh, during his career while his father was at the highest levels of government. He was a lobbyist. He then had deals in China and Ukraine. He has now, Eric, become, of all things, an artist. I feel like we are really classing up the podcast this week because finally we're you know moving from the trenches of political <laughs> corruption and into the higher ethereal echelons of fine art. High culture, right? From the people that brought you invisible sculptures that sold for $18,000 uh, comes the idea of Hunter Biden, the son of the current president, becoming just like George W. Bush, right? There's obviously a well-established track record of the White House to the Art House. Yeah. But Hunter Biden, maybe maybe not quite the same level of preparation that George W. Bush has put into in, in terms of his fledgling artistic career. Well, that's right. And the reason that this is of interest, of course, is not that we mind that, that, that people have lives that are in political families. They certainly should. But Jason Chaffetz, uh, former member of Congress, uh, former uh, head of the House Oversight Committee, who's been a watchdog on corruption for a long time, who is now also a distinguished fellow at the Government Accountability Institute, wrote this fascinating piece for Fox News, where he looked at Hunter Biden's art career through the prism of corruption. Uh, and we've asked Jason to join us today to talk about what his concerns are and why he thinks this is very problematic and is a gateway to further corruption. Jason, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Always good to be with you. So as Eric said, uh, certainly George W. Bush uh, uh, has uh, turned to painting. Uh, he donates his paintings to charity. Certainly Winston Churchill, after he won World War II and was prime minister, uh, turned art. And now we have Hunter Biden. But you're concerned about this, um, that this is a, a, a problem of corruption. Explain to us what you mean and why you think this is so troublesome. Well, there's so many different facets uh, about this, and particularly Hunter Biden has been, uh, you know, this has been a problem and a challenge with them. Um, no, no doubt, I, I'm guessing that he had done some artistic things in the past, but daddy happens to be the president of the United States. <laughs> and, um, you know, George W. Bush doing it after he left office Winston Churchill doing it after he left office as a former president, you can see where there's there would be value in that, in art in that. Now, set Hunter Biden aside for a moment. It was actually just last year that the United States Senate issued a report, and it said, if you wanted to launder money, and if you want to look at the way these Russian oligarchs actually move money and launder money around the world, 
then what they want to do is they use it through art because the value is so subjective as opposed to objective. Yeah. And um, they were flushing so many untold millions of dollars through the art world. Um, and what's so curious and difficult about believing that this is on the up and up is that, remember, Hunter Biden's background, and Peter, you you know it better than just about anybody, but... You know, he says he can be on a corporate board because he's been on a corporate board. Well, how did he get on the Amtrak board? Um, <laughs> how did that happen? Oh, dad maybe had a little factor to do that. So the, he has a history here and we can walk through that. But this sudden fascination with art is a new one. Um, he started taking up art when dad was rumored to run for president. And now that he is president... Oh my goodness, suddenly the value of his paintings has gone upwards to close to $500,000 oh, for a piece of Hunter Biden art? Are you kidding me? Well, Jason, let's stipulate that Hunter Biden is as qualified an artist as he was to join the Amtrak board, right? So yeah. remember what they said on the record, you know, in public in the congressional record when they said, here's why he should join the Amtrak board. Literally, part of the qualifications was, quote, He's ridden a lot of trains, and that was what they said. So if, if that is the commensurate level of qualification for the art world, then I think – I'm not sure it's an investment worth having. But I also think it's it's not like he partners with Amazon or these established corporations, right? I mean he's now entering this world where, as you noted, it's a proven vehicle for influence peddling, money laundering, and corruption. Who have his, yeah. major, who have his major corporate partnerships been in his international business career? Ukrainian energy companies, and then Chinese state venture capitalist firms. I mean, it seems like there's a trend here, Jason. Yeah, look, I've eaten a lot of French fries in my life, but I'm not on the board of directors of McDonald's, even though I, <laughs> I, I have spent, I mean, and I got a body to prove it. So, <laughs> But you know, this, is, this is the problem, right? He's flying on Air Force Two. Dad's the vice president of the United States. He's going to these places, taking on these board roles. Now, um, but this is a pattern within the broader family, and the idea of art and being able to funnel money to him is really pretty disgusting. Now, they could be uh, open and transparent about this. There is nothing in the U.S. code that would prohibit Hunter Biden or Joe Biden or the White House or somebody from telling us who is making these donations, how much are these donations, or better yet, are the purchases of this art. There's nothing that prohibits them from being open and transparent, but so far they're not saying a word. Yeah. I mean, what strikes me is so interesting in your piece, Jason, uh, which I think is dead on is that, you know, if, if I'm a Ukrainian oligarch, if I'm a Russian oligarch, if I'm a Chinese uh, communist party connected official, you know, who in a previous existence, when he was a quote unquote international businessman would funnel money to Hunter Biden, I can still funnel money to Hunter Biden. All I need to do now is buy his paintings. And as you said, this is a guy who really doesn't have a background in art. Art is, of course, very subjective. Uh, but they're talking about selling you know, his artwork for half a million dollars. So it seems to me it's not a big leap that if, if I'm a Chinese guy that wants to curry favor or a Russian oligarch who wants to curry favor, who wants access, I just start buying or commissioning Hunter to do these paintings. And what if you already have something on Hunter Biden? What if you already have something on the Biden family? 
which is not out of the realm of possibilities based on all the reporting and things that I've seen that you've written and others have written, the revelations that continue to drip out about what is on that that uh, uh, laptop of Hunter Biden's. I mean, this guy was very compromised uh, by Russians, untold things with Ukrainians and 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 Chinese that I, I there's still a lot more that needs to be revealed there. There's no reason why somebody can't come in with fifty or a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars and be able to say, "Hey, you know, we need to have a little chat here. Let me yeah. talk about your art." Well, how is it really any different than what we've talked about? And you know, Peter literally wrote the book on the Clinton Foundation, right? But why did the Clintons, for all their problems, I think you have to give them a lot of credit for at least being transparent about, "Hey, here we have the Clinton Foundation. Hillary's going to be Secretary of State." So we're going to disclose the people that are giving money to the foundation and people that are paying for Bill's speeches, which they did, I think, in an honest effort to avoid the appearance of conflict. Now, they're so bad <laughs> that in their effort to avoid the appearance of conflict, they sort of disclosed it. But why, if it was thought to be an appropriate thing for them to do, right, because you had a woman in a position of power and a former president of the United States and an obvious influence peddling vehicle in the Clinton Foundation, so that's why I think they put those pieces into place. I don't know that it's that different than the idea of you have the son of a president who's got a demonstrated relationship with politically savvy interests, and there's now this vehicle for money laundering. I mean, why wouldn't they try to set up some level of transparency just to kind of assuage some concerns? Uh, they could. This is the point, is that they have the 100% option of doing that. And I, Look, this thing doesn't pass the basic sniff test. If Joe Biden was not the president of the United States, would anybody pay 50 bucks for, Joe, for, for Hunter Biden's art? I don't think so. And the other thing I think that is a question, again, I you got to be careful about a serious allegation and a question mark. But if you look at Frank Biden and what yeah. he's doing down with the law firm, They are literally running ads in this Florida law firm saying, hey, if you want access and if you want to be able to make a connection within the Biden administration, we got just the person for you, Frank Biden. And this is not a person who's bashful about saying, I'm not an attorney, but I work for this law firm and we could help you get things done. But he's also tight. I mean, these people are not bashful about saying they've got a for sale sign on their door. Yeah, I mean, what's so interesting to me, Jason, is, I mean, you've you've served in in political office and, um, you know, we all have family members. I know other people that have been political uh, figures. And the bottom line is that sometimes you have a family member that might go rogue. They might try to use the name. They might try to get a deal because they've got a relative or a family member who's politically powerful. And my sense is that it's very simple. If if the political figure in question, whether that would be you, whether that would be, uh, you know, a, a Democratic senator or, or a current president, you can just shut it down by telling the family, I will not entertain. And if I hear about this stuff, I will publicly make clear that. I am not going to allow this to happen, and it's not going to curry any favor. The problem is Joe Biden, when he was a senator, when he was vice president of the United States, now when he's president of the United States, has never said and done that. So you have what we call the Biden five, the five family members, including Hunter, that have repeatedly cashed in. So my point is, I guess, it's this is a cultural problem within the Biden family. It's not just a Hunter-Biden issue, Jason. It's a Biden family problem. And ultimately, the head of that family, Joe Biden, is responsible for setting the tone. 
He is. And, you know, he goes out there and tells the media that, hey, I've never even had a discussion with our my son about any of his business dealings. I mean, that is so laughable. And then all of a sudden you see photos with some of Hunter Biden's, you know, comrades there. I, I, I it, it doesn't make any sense. It is not open and transparent. And you have a compliant national media that doesn't have any desire, any intellectual curiosity to go along the way. I mean, I compare it a lot to Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. supposedly had a 20-minute meeting with some Russian that he never met before. We spent tens of millions of dollars as an American government trying to figure that out, only to come up with nothing. But Time Magazine put Donald Trump Jr. on the cover of Time Magazine saying, caught red-handed. Yeah. And, and yet, you know, this goes so far beyond. I mean, he, Hunter Biden is doing interviews with an art magazine talking about this. His agent is out there talking and touting this. So they're out there promoting it, trying to let everybody know, hey, you can come make this, you know, make this uh, acquisition. And uh, by the way, we're going to have a showing if you want to show up. You know, if it's the son of the president of the United States and you're a foreign intelligence organization, how do you not show up at that? Well, speaking of foreign intelligence or foreign connections, um, I mean, I think you've discussed and there's been some reporting that the art studio itself that this is hosting Hunter Biden's art is not unconnected to foreign interests, correct? Yeah. I mean, this is the concern. It, there is no possible way. It would be terribly irresponsible if you were China, Russia, or some other foreign adversary and you ha you're trying to get as much intelligence on the United States of America to not participate and have access and do something with that because you want to put the president or the vice president or somebody in a compromising position. That puts you in a point of leverage. That's why we have a Secret Service. That's why we have an intelligence agency to try to fight back on this stuff. Yeah, one of the things you report, Jason, is that George Borges, who is the uh, uh, the art agent in question here, um, quite interesting, by the way, George Borges sounds sort of very French, did a little research. He went to Seton Hall, um, and I don't think he's French. You I are such an a, academic snob, you know? <laughs> he's no, always, I mean, he's always looking to jump on the Big East. I was expecting, you know, something, you know, in Paris or whatever. But <laughs> the point is, is that George Borges... Um, has been actively seeking, this has been reported, he's been actively seeking uh, gallery galleries and deals in China um, that he wants to globalize his business. So it's certainly ironic um, that that would be a factor. So I guess the question is, Jason, you're always solution-oriented, right? I mean, one of the things I appreciate about you is you don't just sit and sort of complain and throw up your hands, solution-oriented. How do you deal with an issue like this? You can't, you can't pass a law that says members of the first family are not allowed to, uh, you know, create art. Um, you know, sometimes law is not the way to fix this because you cannot get to the guts and the roots of the problem. So how do we deal with this as a country? How do concerned citizens uh, effectively try to deal with an issue like this? Or is there a legislative way to try to uh, to handle this? You know, a lot of it's going to come from people asking questions, and if the media would ask those questions as well. I mean, look, it's Joe Biden himself who calls Hunter Biden the smartest person on the planet. And it's very clear from those, very clear from those communications on his laptop that he and his father are speaking on, on pretty much a daily basis, which... It's great. I mean, if you're the dad, you got a son and you talk to him a lot. I think that's great. He's had huge addiction problems and other major problems in his life. I mean, as a, as a parent, I think that's all a good thing. 
but they could alleviate all of the concerns and all of the legitimate questions by being open, transparent, yeah. talking about the transactions, showing exactly where he's been and where he's going with this, um, and making it clear and definitive that anybody who purchases this art will not have access to the White House and we will not have any discussions whatsoever. But they've not only not taken the pledge, but they're not doing anything to provide the openness and transparency that I think we demand in the commander-in-chief, somebody who's got their hands on the nuclear bomb. Let's let Come on, why shouldn't we be able to open up that kimono and be able to see what's going on there? I do think it's telling that you know the, the art show comes on the heels of Hunter Biden's book tour, which <laughs> provides another vehicle, right? I mean, you know, if you wanted to influence that, so the, Hunter Biden's like, okay, I can sell you books, I can sell you art. I mean, I don't think this is going to be the end of the Hunter Biden business offerings, right? I think we'll see T-shirts that are available for $3,000 or whatever it is. Or I think, as Jason just noted, possibly his own line of kimonos. I mean, when will the commercialization <laughs> of access to the White House end? And I think I just think they're just getting more sophisticated, more expensive, and, and maybe like more transparent in terms of just how blatant it is. Well, well it look, also... I, 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 I sell books. And I have photography, but I get like 50 bucks and I'm not in office <laughs> and I'm not the president of the United States. <laughs> right. You have no official power. Um, yeah. I mean, the issue here, too, I think, is that that with the Bidens, I mean, we've seen this trend for a while, but corruptions become globalized. Right. I mean, we, we don't like corruption when there's a, you know, American company trying to get some government contract and, and we need to deal with that effectively. But at least in my mind. It takes on an even more troubling tenor when you're dealing with foreign entities, foreign oligarchs, uh, uh, you know, people in China, many of them who've acquired their money, let's say, through illicit uh, or questionable means. But they're now suddenly not looking for some government contract, which is bad enough. They're looking to actually distort or shift or shape America's foreign policy, America's national security around the globe. And that's what I think makes the Biden corruption and the Clinton corruption very troubling. It's globalized. We're, we're not talking about, you know, some oil company or some big tech firm, you know, trying to get a carve out in the tax code. We're talking about countries that are our national rivals trying to shape how we respond and deal with them on the global stage. Yeah. The question would be, could you get away with this in another country? under the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, right? We've seen a, in a lot of stuff about the double standard where you couldn't just go hire the son of the, the the emirate or whatever it would be, and companies get in trouble for that all the time. Do you think you would be able to go and pay $500,000 for a piece of artwork that was made by the son of the ruling member of that country and get away with it? I would say that the studies we've seen on the FCPA say absolutely not. I mean, the absurdity of it is just, you can't, I mean, you look at it on the surface, and again, going back to what I said earlier at, at the beginning, there is a Senate report that was issued right. last year saying, this is how they do it, folks. Right. <laughs> this is how they do it. Right. And now it's as if Hunter Biden read it and said, hey, dang, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> it is. And the art world is so murky and it's so subjective. I mean, that's what I think is interesting is Hunter Biden, I think, has, has made a shift here. Remember when the reporting started, started to come out on Burisma and people were saying he's getting a million dollars a year from this foreign energy corporation to help them with regulatory affairs, even though he's a trained lawyer. He went to Yale, 
but has no background in Ukraine regulations, global regulations, the energy business, nothing. So there's a way you can kind of, but then suddenly now we have art, right? And Eric alluded to this to the beginning. There was actually a news story earlier this year that that uh, a very ingenious um, uh, British artist, I believe it was, uh, created an invisible piece uh, work of art with a certificate of authenticity and actually sold this quote unquote piece of art for eighteen thousand dollars. Just be so, careful when you move it. Yeah, exactly. It might break. But the but the point is, Jason is in 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 a very sort of uh, sinister way. This is genius because you can object. Most people can objectively look and say he is not qualified. He is not qualified to deal and and get hired by an energy company and and energy regulations and be paid a million dollars a year. But how are you going to deny the subjective nature of art? And actually, some of the reporting is there people out there saying, oh, you know, the art's actually pretty good. Yeah, well, if it's so good and it's so laudable, then go ahead and tell us who's making those transactions, how yep. much they paid, yep. and give us all the details. That would alleviate most of the concerns about because then you can follow the money trail, you can follow it along, and you can see what's happening. You can compare it against the White House visitation logs mm. and see who gets to go and spend time with the the president or the vice president. And oftentimes my experience, uh, having seen this on the oversight committee, you know, for eight and a half years, it's not always the top person uh, at, at, at the person at the top of the food chain. It could be that person who's an underling at the department of commerce and suddenly they need a visa or, you know, things like that, 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 are a little bit more subversive. They're not as they're not as visible, but it creates all these question marks. And you know what? Hunter Biden has earned this. He has demonstrated time and time again he's willing to do this and do whatever it takes to lean on Daddy's name in order to make money. And 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 Joe Biden calls him the smartest person on the planet. But uh, this is another scheme that could have been avoided, but they're choosing not to. It's a great point, Jason. Um, uh, terrific for you to join us today. I commend to everybody uh, his new book, uh, They Never Let a Crisis Go to Waste. Uh, talks about corruption related to uh, to COVID. Uh, very, very well done. Jason, thanks for joining us. Thanks for your continued great work. Um, Eric Eggers, thanks for joining us as well. I noticed a, a, a bare spot on your wall upstairs. I don't know if you're looking for art, uh, but this might be a place to go. You clearly have missed the piece of art that is on my wall. <laughs> you Philistine. <laughs> this is Peter Schweitzer. Uh, thank you for joining us on The Drill Down. You can go to thedrilldown.com uh, and find our podcasts everywhere. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for joining us.